Stampede. Garner isn't number 21. Maybe lately you haven't noticed what's been happening around the world. It's sometimes difficult getting information from the major news organizations. Things can be so confusing. But considering this is supposed to be the age of information, you people should be caught up with the ins and outs of what's been happening. I keep pounding the table trying to let you people know you're living in the land of false promises, and you better wake up. Oh, I've heard it all before. You don't want to think about your favorite fast food restaurants not delivering you a pizza, getting you fat watching a sporting event on TV. Yeah, you don't want to be deprived of one of your constitutional rights, to feed your face, and talking about your face, you don't want to be distracted from applying a cream on your forehead to remove those wrinkles. Why should you worry? You're safe and comfortable. But if you haven't tuned in lately, you might be surprised to hear it looks like global insurrection is breaking out. And 
I'm not talking about some international sports team called Global Insurrection winning seven games straight. No, a different Global Insurrection. Maybe you've heard of some of these places. Hong Kong, Baghdad, Libya, Lebanon, Afghanistan, Barcelona, Sudan, Algeria, Nigeria, Bangladesh, and Kashmir, just to name a few. And, oh, let's not forget about the weekly protests in Paris. And what about the migration of millions of people trying to escape some nasty pain? Believe me, I don't think among the millions of people seeking safety and shelter, there's a single one among them concerned about getting a cream to remove wrinkles. No, it's probably more prosaic than that. Like, where can I find water? Or if I can eat something today? The sad facts are, you don't think the nightmare that's playing out around the world is going to come knocking on your front door? Well, knock, knock. You're not going to keep getting your pizza delivered. It might be something else. I'd like to help you people out, but I'm already all booked up with entertainment. I have to listen to music for myself to keep my own sanity. But since I'm on the subject of troubling events, I noticed recently a barely reported statement by 
our Secretary of the Treasury, Mr. Mnuchin. It might give you reason to pause. It didn't receive any of the recognition it deserved. Here. Here it is. It's on my desk. I was about to throw it away. But after the recent protests in Lebanon, I thought it might have some import. But then again, it could have been rioting in Chile. Or was it Haiti? Maybe it was Barcelona. I can't remember. But it was just a short paragraph. Barely noticeable. And this is what Mr. Mnuchin said. Reuters. Secretary of the Treasury said he welcomed a proposal to double the size of the International Monetary Fund's $250 billion crisis lending fund. Part of a deal to maintain overall IMF resources. He said he backed the funding increase to ensure the global lender remained adequately resourced to respond to potential crisis over the medium term, end quote. Now, as a casual observer, you might take note of some key words here, like doubling and $250 billion and crisis and medium term. I know most of you people think there's nothing to worry about. You'll still get your pizza delivered on time so you can watch Monday night football. But guess what? You might be deprived of two extra toppings. Yeah, half a trillion dollars used to calm down a crisis for a medium term. There are millions and millions of people being displaced, migrating in different parts of this world. And I can speculate they aren't getting any pizza delivered to watch Monday Night Football.
Well, bang, bang, guess what? That special delivery that's coming for you might spoil your entertainment. But what's the difference? You've been anesthetized for a long time anyway. You've been dumbed down so long you think it's good to be stupefied. What's the sense of seeing or hearing something beautiful? It only confuses you. Tear it down. Be a part of the demolition team. Just keep consuming and forget about creating. Bulldoze the natural world to make profits. Eliminate values, making way for the artificial world, the world that doesn't need nature. Blacktop it, concrete it, melt it down, burn it up, dump your waste on it, butcher it, radiate it, acidify it, petrolize it, modify it, synthesize it, distill it, or just plain ignore it, because it doesn't matter. You can sit back and enjoy another TV sitcom. You love it that way. You love the way it makes you dull and stupid. The consumerists want you that way so they can keep you as a tool. Yeah, global insurrection everywhere. That's the insanity of consumerism and what it produces. Societal mental illness brought on by the degradation of the natural world. The real illness of violence, greed, and betrayal that is consumerism. The profiteers use whatever means necessary, even assassination, to keep them in power. And that's what happened to Triple G the sex robot that lives with Garner in the future. Built as an artificial intelligence, Garner taught his sex robot the importance of the human connection to nature. Garner's a natural man, and he understands his shared ancestry with other living things. And in the future world, Triple G became more than just a collection of ones and zeros. Triple G developed feelings for the natural world, an almost human trait. She was spawned by Garner and joined the environmentalist party.
yeah, Triple G was spawned, and she became more than just a sex robot. The environmentalists saw her value and nominated her to run as the first robot for the presidency of the United States. She turned against the consumerists that had built her, the profiteers that destroyed the natural world. In the future, the consumerists hold the power and they'll use whatever means necessary to keep it. Even by assassinations, they've warned Triple G, telling her and her speechwriter Garner to withdraw from the presidential campaign. And while giving a speech at the World Economic Forum on the extinction rate of animals and nature, she's lobotomized by a male robot, a consumerist assassin. You're surprised, my female sex machine, my female protagonist in Garner Isn't, was assassinated? The sex robot that was trying to defeat the consumerists? A robot that Garner taught to love nature and creativity, of beautiful art and music? Yeah. She was assassinated by the consumerists. But bang, bang, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? It's not just Garner's story about our future. No, the future sounds a lot like our present day. We've lost what we once had, a sense of peace. And maybe some of you people will say, we never had peace in this country. We stole this land. We enslaved the people. But in that past, the world we lived in was a natural world. For good or for bad, we lived within nature. And that doesn't exist for us anymore. We've turned our back on what we came from and it's made us mentally unstable.
is there ever a point of no return? Well, I'd have to say yes. And there are things well beyond our control. Maybe Triple G can be restored, rebuilt. After all, she's a machine and was constructed by humans. And to take this further, we shouldn't bring back extinct animals from the past. Some scientists can retrieve the DNA from the remains of an extinct mammoth buried in ice thousands of years ago. They can do that. They can bring back an animal who lived in the past and who wasn't removed by anything we did. No, our guilt doesn't extend that far into the past. And to bring back an extinct animal to live in a world it could never understand would be a crime against that animal. No, what I'm talking about is what we're doing to ourselves today, to one another, and our connection to the natural world. The world of artificial intelligence can never replace what we came from. It can never replace the heritage that's within us. We belong to them, and they belong to us. And when we erase that, we'll have nothing. Triple G was built for profits, to help the consumer world for making more profits. And it can only be that world is a false promise. The values that Garner was teaching his sex robot the values that weren't just of ones and zeros made her more than a machine. And maybe that's a false promise. Having sex with a machine doesn't speak well of our future, but that's what our future is pointing toward. I'm not in favor of sex robots. Triple G was assassinated by a robot, not because she was a robot. No, she was assassinated because she posed a threat to the consumer world. She was an anomaly, a mutant against the profit world. She was defending those who couldn't be defended by what we do, the human trait of empathy. I don't play music to entertain you. I don't do that. I don't think you deserve it. I play music for myself because 
I get tired of pounding the table telling you something is wrong, that we've made a wrong turn, that we've allowed ourselves to be fooled into believing we can abuse the world around us for the sake of profits. The pursuit of that can only lead to our destruction. The world that we've been playing out everywhere. We can't stand alone in this world, and we have to accept the dangers that exist living with nature, the good and the bad. I'm a natural man. I'm an anomaly. I belong to the wind, to the sky, the mountains, and the rivers, but you, you probably will never be able to see that. This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard the music of Camille Saint-Saëns, his 1886 composition of the Carnival of the Animals. You then heard a portion of Claude Debussy's Nocturnes, composed in 1899. Then another piece by Debussy, a portion of his prelude to An Afternoon of a Fawn an 1894 composition. Next was the closing chorus to Act Three of Puccini's Turando, composed in 1924, and then a repeat of Debussy's Nocturnes, and then a short portion of Carnival of the Animals, and finally a repeat of Saint-Saëns' Carnival of the Animals. Stampede! Written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.